0: We use a ghoulish number of spoilers, so watch the movies first.
1: Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously while we take these movies seriously.
0: Now, before we begin, I want to say our previous two episodes sounded like we were in a tunnel. So this episode, we're giving it a shot, we're going to record outside, so if you hear any birds, gunshots... Construction equipment. Wind. We're outside. That That's going to... This is America, people. You're going to hear gunshots. <laughs>
1: that is so sadly true. Uh, okay, so tell us about the movie we watched.
0: Well, I'll tell you something about it. It was called The Black Coat's Daughter, and it came from 2015. And something I learned later after we watched it is that the reason it's called The Black Coat's Daughter is that it was originally called February and the studio said they wanted a more interesting name than February and so he like he had he no just idea. He made something up. No, he looked through the movie. I don't know how it connected to the movie because originally that song wasn't in the movie, but he came up with he if he found the poem or whatever, The Black Coat's Daughter and he's like, "Daughter, it's about a girl. A black Coat could be like a priest." Okay. Cool. And he did that, and then they put the little clip at the beginning and end of that song. Yes, it
1: was, it was bookended.
0: Bookended. Indeed. With the
1: song. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like that title's a stretch, actually. It
0: is a stretch. Well, I kept thinking the black coat was like the devil, but I don't know.
1: Maybe. Uh, at the very beginning, when she had the nightmare about her parents dying, mm-hmm. it was... Shot in an interesting way, so that you saw her face, but you only ever saw the black, like the body of her who who we found out was her dad coming to like in her dream, tell her this information. But he was wearing a black coat, like it was just oh. like a close-up of his body in a coat, See, and then you were seeing her. together. But, but I it, thought that thought was a little it meant nothing, but it meant everything. Tap 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 on the nose. Boop.
0: <laughs> Um, but what we should do is actually give a synopsis instead of just discussing the title.
1: Yes, you should do that.
0: Okay, I will. This is the story of a girl named Kat who is in a Catholic girls' school, like a you know boarding school, mm-hmm. so away from everybody. And she and another girl named Rose both, in various ways, end up staying there over whatever break it is, I guess some kind of winter break. And with just a couple of nuns, and nobody else is there, and it's just them. And scariness ensues.
1: Yeah. And that leads us to one of my first points. Okay. Actually, the most prevalent point I have for this whole movie. Yeah. Which is, naah. uh
0: Nuh-uh. 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 Uh-uh. would not have been left there.
1: This wouldn't have <laughs> happened. Like, the, the setup for this movie is so far-fetched to me. That I couldn't believe anything else that was happening. Like, everything else that happened, I was like, yeah, but she, th- this didn't happen. Like, <laughs> they wouldn't have been left here. The, none of this happened.
0: I mean, there were adults supervising. Barely. Barely. But but okay. they should have been supervising. I feel like that's the unbelievable part. The, the nuns <sighs> who were happened to be staying there should have been, you know, supervising these kids.
1: But okay, so even just the setup, like part of why they weren't supervising them is that the nuns stayed in this one building somewhere that sort yeah. of looked like a house. And then the girls just stayed in their dormitories, yeah. their dorm rooms, in these like massive dormitories on the other side of campus, basically. Like, it. like they were so far away. The one girl, uh, Rose, like left for the night on a date, which is the whole reason why she, you know, yeah. concocted for herself to s- still be there. She left on a date, and the nuns never even knew. Like she, she was in no danger of being caught. Yeah, yeah. It was bizarre.
0: It was pretty bizarre, actually.
1: So I, yeah, I through the whole thing. I was like, mm, no, no. That that headmaster at no point would he've been like, oh, you're you told your parents to come pick you up two days from now, and and your parents are just completely missing, and <laughs> and we have no idea where we they can't are.
0: Get in touch with them. Uh,
1: Sure, you guys will just stay here on campus for the next month and uh, I'll be back when break is over.
0: Yeah, but it was, I I think it was only a week that they were going to be alone. But yeah, they shouldn't have been. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, here's something though. We don't know that because we're Americans. You guys heard the gunshots, so you know. (laughs) But these people. are canadians yes which is my point is that throughout this movie left and right i was hearing jokes about canadians (laughs) (laughs) not in the movie just on the couch (laughs) there was a bunch of fun stuff like my favorite part was this scene this middle-aged man spies a young teenage girl all alone at a bus station. And he's like, hey, little girl, come get in my car with me. And we're like, we're American. We're like, this is horrible.
1: Yeah, he, he says, he says, can I give you a ride? And I'm like, <laughs> "Uh, no, thank you. And then he goes, oh, but my wife's just waiting in the car. And he points like half a block down <laughs> yeah,
0: to a car you to cannot car, see into.
1: Yeah, that the headlights are glaring toward you. You have no idea what's going on. And I was like, oh, no, do not. You go get in your car and go away. Do not get in the car with this man. But it's Canada, so... Where that's
0: just people being friendly.
1: Yeah, she just got in the car with them, and she was perfectly safe, we and they were the just going to...
0: whole wrong idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in fact, uh, yeah, she was perfectly safe. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: true. Yeah, so the movie was tagged with brutal violence, and at one point, it was something... I don't remember what it was, but it was some interaction with that girl and the family that picked her up, and she was, like, rude to them, or dismissive of them and you were like oh that's the brutal violence they were talking yes. about
1: <laughs> that's what rates as brutal <laughs> violence in canada
0: which at that point it was the most brutal thing that had happened in it the movie was. so far
1: it was so okay that ties nicely into another point uh-huh. that i have which is that this movie pivots to a degree that is not measurable in our four-dimensional world You know, you want to say, pivots 180. Like, that's Uh basically the most you can pivot. This one pivots beyond that, but it doesn't go back to... No, it just keeps pivoting away and away and away. It's a pirouette. It starts at the level of we're making fun of, like, oh, he looked at her for too long. How scary is that? And it ends with the main character sobbing in the street because she's been abandoned by the devil.
0: (laughs) Yes, which... I mean, that's big spoiler, but yes.
1: But, like, because at the end, and, and it doesn't sound as dramatic when I say it. Like,
0: yeah. when I
1: looked at it, I was like, oh, this is, this is, like, so dramatic. When I say it out loud, it doesn't sound that dramatic. It starts out with, like, there is nothing scary about this movie. And yeah. at the end, like, I wasn't really scared so much, but it had turned the whole story on its head to the point where the sad part was that the devil had abandoned her and I'm like wait how how did we get here <laughs> well,
0: what happened that's um, that's the part of it uh, one of my things with this movie was that it claims in a way to be three stories like at three points during the movie there's a word on the screen which mm-hmm. is the name of one of the girls so it's like cat. And then you see some stuff. And Joan and Rose. Right. each one has their little story. And the stories overlap in time, but not in a way that makes sense. Like, there's a point, like, three quarters of the way through the movie, where it suddenly goes, Cat. And we're like, we've been watching Cat the whole movie. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And it sort of goes back to the beginning and tells a little bit of her story. uh, Her side of stuff we saw when it said Rose before. Except... It was really still from Kat's perspective then, and it's a little different now. Like, we see some things we didn't get to see before, but it's just kind of snippets. It's not, you know, the same story from another angle like you get in some movies.
1: Well, yeah, because it was less a perspective change and more a we got to see bits that we skipped over the first time. Like, it filled in. One of the notes that I made was the timeline in this movie twists and bends as much as a possessed girl does.
0: Which happened. Yeah. Indeed. You know, she
1: did one of those, like, crazy back then (laughs) things in bed because she's possessed by a demon. Um, And the timeline was definitely doing that. Like, you you know, it was bending in ways and, and, you know, ratcheting itself in ways where I was like, why? Why? This is just uncomfortable. Why are you doing it?
0: And part of the twist of the movie is not knowing what time part of it is happening in. Like, it's a surprise. You think it's happening at the same time and it's not. And that's kind of confused by the fact that it also has the jumpy timeline. Yeah. Like it's. And also
1: very deluded by the fact that I figured out that those timelines were not happening at the same time. Like I figured out the surprise, I think. A lot earlier than you were supposed to from the storytelling point of view.
0: Well, that that was one of my notes, which was interesting. Like, there's there was obviously a part where they intended you to not... This is the ultimate spoiler. But mm-hmm. they intended you not to understand that Joan and Kat were the same person. Right. Which is sort of okay. But I was thinking about it and, like, realizing that hinges on the idea that you can't recognize... The same person when in real life if it was the same girl nine years apart there would be a very clear recognition like it, right. it relies on the fact that they're different actresses right which is ridiculous
1: and and to be fair i think they did a nice job like if they were they're using the two different actresses to that purpose to distract Mm -hmm. from the fact that they were the same girl nine years is not that big a difference i agree i mean she was
0: very young to begin with so there is a significant change
1: but but not that much but yeah like so anyway what i was gonna say to be fair they did a nice job of casting two girls who looked like they could have in a stretch been the same person.
0: Yeah, they did. They had had a very similar look. And that was part of what was weird. Like, why didn't one of them have long hair or something? You know, why wasn't there a difference? Why did they have the same hair?
1: So, you know, the point where they gave it away, and maybe this is what you were, you know, where we were supposed to put it together, but it felt, I don't know. I, I sort of felt, um, like I was being manipulated by the writers, and that always annoys me. I don't yeah. like when I can feel the manipulation. I understand the manipulation is always there when you're telling someone a story. Yeah. But I don't like when I can feel it. So the middle-aged man... Bill. Bill has invited Joan, the, old, you know, the oldest of the three girls, although it's nine years apart, it's really hard to tell that she's that much older... Yeah. Um, I, I was assuming she was the same age. Well, um, she's not
0: that much older necessarily because Rose is not a freshman at least. She's probably true. a senior. That's true. And Kat is a freshman. So there's four years right there or yes. three.
1: But she easily looked like she could also be going to this Catholic girl school at the same time that the yeah. other two were. Anyway, he's taking Joan to dinner at this diner. And he says you remind me of my daughter yeah. and she so obviously looks exactly like cat yeah. and nothing like rose <laughs> so immediately i was like oh he he must this must be cat's parents
0: yeah that's what i thought
1: and then immediately he shows a picture of rose and i was immediately like wait <laughs> what is no and that was the point where i'm like the only reason to throw that in that misdirect in is because she is cat and
0: that that was annoying like
1: that spoiled it for me
0: yeah that during those parts i was working with this idea that those were cat's parents and these scenes were she wasn't cat they were on their way to go pick up cat right like they were supposed to and they were gonna die doing it Right. That's what I thought. Murdered doing it, and
1: and since it was clear that she that Joan had come out of an asylum of some kind or a hospital at the very least, I was assuming that yes, that Joan was going to murder Cat's parents, and somehow Cat had precogged it. Yeah. I don't know. I I was disappointed in in how the reveal of the whole Joan isn't Joan, Joan is Cat thing happened.
0: Yeah. It um, it just didn't quite fly. Mm -mm. And unfortunately, I feel like that is the whole movie. Like Mm -hmm. this movie was super duper slow. Mm -hmm. Almost nothing happens in it because I think the entire movie is the mystery. Mm -hmm. You're trying to figure out who's who's who, who's Joan and and what you know, why people are acting the way they are, what they're doing. And there's nothing else to it except figuring that out, which means it's all kind of filler and slow scenes of someone getting their high school picture taken <laughs> twice. We saw the same scene twice.
1: Well, and so, for some reason that seemed really important to the people telling the story. Yes. Because they, you know, yeah, we saw it multiple times. We saw it in slow motion the first time. And I think and it was... really
0: slow the second time.
1: And it was, it was illustrating that Rose was deeply unhappy... Yeah. and was pretending not to be. Like she flashed this beautiful grin mm-hmm. for the photo and, I and then was thought, so sad.
0: Yeah, I thought the what they were doing, I mean, I didn't really pay attention to it the first time, so I thought what they were doing the second time because the second time after the smile... It stayed on her and got really, really slow Mm -hmm. as we watched her start to frown and lose her smile. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, now it it was like it was supposed to be the correction to the first one. Like the first one, you think she's a happy girl who's succeeding. And then the second one, you're going, oh, wait, she's miserable. But at
1: that point, they had already given us so many clues to know that she was yeah, miserable. She was I was like, dude, problems. I didn't need you to tell me that she was faking her smile because <laughs> it's pretty obvious.
0: Yeah. Um She had problems.
1: Also slow was literally every interaction between two human beings in this movie. I know. Every conversation was stilted and weird. <sighs> Everything was just so oddly broken. There was not a single normal person in this whole movie.
0: No, they were all... Very depressed and broken people, which maybe that's Canadians.
1: I mean, it's really cold up there.
0: It is. and We saw that in the movie, too.
1: And it snowed. And apparently, when you want to get somebody out of the way so you can tell somebody else that their parents have died in a car accident, uh, you just send them out and tell them to shovel to the earth.
0: Yes. Shovel it to the earth. <laughs>
1: That seems like a very, like, mighty battle cry, doesn't it? (laughs)
0: Yes, I really enjoyed that. And she said it multiple times. She
1: did. (laughs) Yeah, actually, the melodrama and the emotional angst of it was the most interesting part of the story. Even though, like, the last third of the movie was her uh, cat slash Joan cutting people's heads off, lining them up and st- in front of the furnace, and worshipping Satan. Like Yes,
0: literally. I mean, I kind of figured it'd be some demon, but no. Hail no. Satan.
1: It was straight up Satan. <laughs> she said, Hail Satan, multiple times. And, and she was... Like, this was all she wanted. It wasn't that this demon had come and possessed her against her will. Yeah. And I think that was supposed to be a more, like, oh, thing at the end. Yeah. But... I can't tell if it was too obvious from early on, and so the reveal wasn't necessary, or if it wasn't obvious enough at the end, and it was just like the real reveal wasn't dramatic enough. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, I liked that part. Like, I liked the idea that, first of all, this exorcism is the first time I've ever seen an exorcism. An exorcism in a movie go perfectly to plan. It took about 30 seconds to exorcise this demon. And he was gone from her, from the world, forever. Father
1: Brian is good at his He's job. He's a pro.
0: We, now we see how terrible all the other TV exorcists are. Which
1: is funny because at the beginning I was pretty sure that he was a sketchy dude who was yeah. doing bad things with the girls. Because yeah. I was confused about who was who and all that. But yeah, at the end, he was definitely the hero of this movie. I guess. Except...
0: Well, not to some people.
1: That, yeah, if you consider Cat slash Joan the protagonist, if you can count I someone mean, who cuts yeah. people's heads off as a protagonist. Have she you was... seen Highlander? <laughs> I have not, actually. No, but I do know out. there could be only one. <laughs>
0: yes. um, That's because of the head cutting off.
1: Oh. That's what they do. Interesting. So, yeah, Cat was very upset that Father Brian was so good at his job and and managed to yeah. to chase Satan out of her. In fact, as as his little bunny shadow was fading <laughs> yes, into the corner, the Dunny
0: Darko bunny.
1: Yes. Um, why are people that afraid of rabbits? Why does the devil always seem to have I don't bunny know. ears?
0: I don't think he always does, but he, I mean, he did in a this lot. Movie.
1: Okay. A weirdly often amount of time.
0: I mean, or maybe creepy. just those two
1: times. I don't know. Anyway, as the bunny shadow disappears into the corner, she looks in that direction and goes, don't go.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> Which mean, was almost comical to me. It was. I, I liked that. Twist like that's a different thing for this kind of story. That she, yeah. that she wanted to be possessed. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Like I, I liked the mystery. I don't think it was told well. Like yeah. the idea at the end that Joan took these people and was killing them and decapitating them to try to win the devil back, basically. And then she was super sad because he wasn't there anymore because it was a perfect exorcism. Ten out of ten.
1: Yeah. Like, not just out of her, but, like, out of the whole place entirely.
0: Yeah. He was just gone. And that was so sad.
1: Oh, she was devastated. It was devastated. It was a tragedy. This movie was actually, like, tragic. You know, it, it is a classic tragedy in that sense nobody
0: nobody's happy nobody wins no
1: in fact okay so cat's parents die early on we don't see it but we it's hinted strongly that this dream that she had that they were in a car accident is actually true yeah so cat's parents die and then later uh rose and the nuns die in that at that time and cat gets sent to the hospital Mm -hmm. and then later cat as joan kills Rose's parents who are going to, like, pay homage to the place where their daughter died nine years prior. So, yeah, it's there's a lot of, like, convoluted tragedy.
0: Yeah. Well, I think... I don't think they wanted to go there because, you know, the wife, Bill's wife, was like... uh, I don't
1: even know if she had a name.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I want to say Linda, but I don't... I feel like I made that up.
1: No, I think you're right.
0: All right. Linda Linda was... He wanted to pull over because uh Joan was tricking them into pulling over mm-hmm. at the asylum uh <laughs> Catholic school, whatever <laughs> same thing, and he was trying to pull over there, and she's like, "Do not stop here, we're going all the way to our town, which was like the next town, whatever yeah, Primsworth or something I don't remember, so I wonder if they just happen to live the next town over, and they have to drive past this, but maybe." I don't know
1: she was so unhappy about it that you would think that she would have moved. I don't know.
0: I know. I thought it was weird. But again, it was was more of
1: that like weird interactions between people, like all of the interactions between Bill and Linda, you know? Yeah. Terrible things happened. I get like your daughter being murdered is a bad thing. Like it's going to mess up your relationship. But nine years later, it was still so dysfunctional, but they were still together. It, yeah, on.
0: Linda was very strange. Yes, she was. I don't even know what she was doing. Like when uh, when she was talking to Joan in the back of the car, and she's like, "I can't even see you. I don't know why he thinks you remind you remind him of your da- of our daughter." Like, what what is happening? What are, yeah. what are you trying to express with this scene?
1: And she was like missing a weird amount of time. Like she would just yeah. go
0: off. She was gone. Most you know, of when the they time. went to
1: dinner, she didn't exist. Like. <laughs> yeah. I it was weird. She was sitting in the car still. She was sitting in the car in times when you would think she wouldn't have been. You promised me a ghost story.
0: I failed completely <laughs> and totally in every way. It's
1: it's weird how often um, movies are billed as ghost stories and then have zero ghosts in them at all.
0: It did not work.
1: So this was not at all what I was expecting. And it was not my kind of movie. Like it was just not my kind of story. It it falls into that category of of bleak. I
0: think very bleak
1: there's an artistry to that like I, I think there's a, a um an intersection in that like using bleakness both in in like your color palette and your plotting and all of that there's a an artistry there but it's an artistry that I don't enjoy <laughs> it's like looking at a Photograph that's that's expertly taken and and beautiful, but it's also sad and dark, and you mm-hmm. don't want to keep looking at it because it makes you feel bad. That's this movie, and and it didn't have anything then like the the, the other things that might make me want to watch it anyway because I've definitely enjoyed movies like that before.
0: Me too.
1: The the ones that come to mind are things like um, Tigers Are Not Afraid or Never Afraid. Ooh, of that, that one that
0: sounds right, which was great.
1: That was uh, that was one of the best horror movies I've ever watched or the one uh, with the missile I can never remember the name of it
0: Under the Shadow Under
1: the Shadow just foreign
0: movies basically
1: well you know there's a thing (laughs) I think a lot of foreign movies tend to go that way because in America and in American entertainment we like colors and Flashy lights and, yeah. you know, exciting things. And and I'm very American in that way, I guess, because bleak is hard for me. But this was not an entertaining bleak movie. This was just bleak and confusing and not put together in the right way, I think. There was potential, but I think the potential was missed. So yeah. I am going to give this two shovels out of five.
0: What? Down to where, though?
1: Oh, all the way down to the earth. okay Shovel it down to the earth
0: two is low Mm -hmm. okay yeah see i on the other hand am a connoisseur of the bleak and dark and sad and depressing that is my milieu
1: (laughs) nice (laughs) thank you nice
0: thank you i i like that stuff like irish movies where you know it's just like the kind of horror movie where there isn't really any horror it's just a movie about people being depressed. Mm -hmm. The Haunted Hill Netflix series was amazing. It was not scary at all. It was just incredibly depressing. It was a whole family grieving the whole time.
1: But I liked that. It was
0: very good. Mm -hmm. And this does it wrong. The whole thing is very slow, very morose, but... There's no meat there. There's just that. And like I said, the mystery. There, There's definitely a mystery to be solved. And that's what kept me going and kept me interested. But I wasn't that interested because there just wasn't enough there. I needed, I needed more to go on than what they mm-hmm. gave me. So for me, I was trying to decide. And now that you took the two, I think maybe I should go the other way and give it 2.5 shovels out of 5. Yeah, it was either 2 or (laughs) 2.5. Okay. But now you've taken the two away, so all I've got is a 2.5 shovels out of 5. So, I mean, there was enjoyment there in that that mystery kept me wondering and putting it together. But for how long? Well, there was still stuff all the way to the end. There was still something there. Like, the thing at the very end when she killed them and then... Like, she killed him. I'm like, yeah, obviously this is cat. She's doing this. And then the fact that she tried to show the heads to the devil and he wasn't there anymore and she Linus was, was so black. upset. That was still a little more something. That, that was okay, but it was just slow and weird and didn't work.
1: Yeah. Okay, the, the realization at the end that she desperately wanted the devil to come back and possess her again. That was there was a, a tiny little bit of redemption there because See? it was it was something unexpected, but I had lost interest so far before <laughs> that that I was like, eh.
0: yeah. Mm. Well, I think for me it was more a question of I was still waiting for the answer. Like <laughs> the, like this can't be it. There's got to be more and then there was a little more. So, I got something.
1: Yeah. I will say Uh, What's her face? Who plays Joan. Uh, Emma is her name?
0: Emma Roberts.
1: Who was in
0: Scream Queens. Scream
1: Queens. I liked seeing her in a more serious role and that Mm -hmm. end where she was devastated that she had been abandoned yet again by the entity she thought would be with her forever. She did a good job there. She looked devastated.
0: She was pretty sad. And out in the snow. Mm Mm-hmm. So I really hope the audio for this comes out okay, because the wind was blowing crazy. But we'll see. Can't be as bad as what we had on the last episodes. And then we'll be back tomorrow with an even better movie that maybe has a ghost in it.
1: We'll keep looking.
0: Gotta find those ghosts. But there's a thing in my mouth. Is it a bug? I hope not.
1: <laughs> <coughs> Trials of recording <sighs> outside. Yeah.